Hello, and welcome to CAA Conversations. I'm here today with Molly Sherman from Texas State University and Kate Bingaman Burt from Portland State University. They're going to be discussing design and community engagement. Molly is an assistant professor in communication design at Texas State University. Her practice operates within the overlapping fields of graphic design and socially engaged art. She is based in San Antonio, Texas. Kate is an illustrator and educator. She lives in Portland, Oregon, where she operates her studio and event space, Outlet. Along with drawing for herself and other people, she is also an associate professor of graphic design at Portland State University. So without any further ado, I'm going to hand this conversation over to these two. All right. Thanks, Ellen. Um, Thank you. So, Kate, um, something I've noticed over the years that I've known you is I've seen this thread running through um, your work, um, your design work, your um, the courses you teach at Portland State, um, and your approach to teaching, and that's a value um, for public engagement and um, creating opportunities for your students um, to have um, op like experiences outside of the classroom related to the field of design, and that's included, you know, what I've seen are field trips and having Lots of speakers come into your classroom. Um, also, curriculum that reaches outside of the traditional framework of um, a design classroom. Um, and so, I'm just to, just to start off. I'm curious um, where you trace um, this way of working and thinking back to. Where did it start for you? Well, I, I, I've been thinking about this a little bit, um, just kind of reflecting, thinking backwards as to why I do the things that I, I do, because sometimes I, I, I have no idea why I do the things that I do. But um, I'm starting my 10th year of teaching at Portland State this fall, and my 15th, 16th year of, of, of teaching altogether. And it's really gone by fast because everything still feels so new and there's still so many new things to try and so many things that I need to improve on, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I think I trace it back to when I first started um, teaching as an assistant professor at Mississippi State University. That was in 2004. And I had just finished graduate school at the University of Nebraska. And um, I had just, just, just started as a graduate assistant, kind of discovering the excitement that happens whenever um, I reach outside of the classroom and invite other design professionals or just even people that I think are doing really interesting and creative things in the community into the classroom. And then also having the students go outside to their environments as well. Like I, I find, I find that I find that to be some of the most fun experiences. And I had only only um, kind of organized a few events like that when I was a graduate student, but it really it really clicked with me. And so when I moved to Starkville, Mississippi to have my very first teaching job, full-time teaching job, um, I wanted to try to replicate that. But I also realized that I was in the rural South and I was in a town that didn't have any, didn't have any design, traditional design agencies. And um, also during that time, 
um, it was kind of the. It was it was kind of the beginning of where I was. The Internet still felt very small, and so I was uh, a little bit more um, fearless and aggressive in reaching out to people that were working in ways that I thought were really interesting to me. And also I thought would be really interesting to share with my students just via the Internet. So I would have um, visitors come in through through like video lectures. It was so shaky. Was, we think technology isn't that great right now. I'm thinking about in 2004, 2005, when I would try to have a, to, to beam people in. It was so, so hard. But um, what I also noticed when I was teaching at Mississippi State was that it was, it was definitely, uh, I would load up a uh, van a Mississippi van and we would drive to Memphis, which was two and a half hours away. We would drive to Birmingham. We would kind of go on these epic field trips um, just to get students talking and thinking outside of the classroom. And so when I moved to Portland in 2008, I was like, oh my God, I don't have to drive three hours <laughs> to, to make, make things happen. And I, again, still 10 years later, there's still so many amazing people that I want to bring into the classroom. There's still so many different resources that I'm so excited to share with the students just right here in Portland that it just, I don't know, like it, it, that, it, it just seems like a luxury to be in a city that is already so rich with creativity and so rich with generosity and so rich with so many different experiences that are so very accessible to the students who go to school at PSU that it's just a very natural thing for me to want to reach out. And it's also, it's also partly just, um, I guess, I don't, I guess it's, 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 it's just me being very curious about what's going on behind closed doors of a place that looks very interesting. It's kind of a really, um, a really easy calling card on my end to go, Hey, I have a, I have a class that I think would be really interested in what it is that you're doing. Can we, can we come in for 40 minutes and, and just ask questions? Um, it's a lot easier than me just doing that by myself being like, Hey, I'm just a random person and I'm curious about what it is that you do. And so, um, over the years, that's, it's having, having my position be an educator has also been incredibly beneficial for my own, um, nosiness slash curiosity as well. And, um, it's a role I feel really comfortable in and, um, I, I don't see myself stopping stopping that um and the students really enjoy it and i really enjoy it and it's just it's it's fun to meet all these people because people are inherently very 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 interesting <laughs> and that it's so interesting to hear you say that about you know being interested in what happens behind closed doors since you've um just opened a new studio space of your own um the called outlet that um it I, I've been so curious about it because so many, you know, design studios typically are, you know, closed off more private spaces unless you're going there for a meeting. We typically don't, you yeah. know, field trip or something. Um, we don't, or students don't also see inside design studio. But from what I understand, you, your design studio now has a public component to it. Um, can you Absolutely. tell me a little bit about that? 
Yeah, um, I've been on sabbatical from PSU since January, and I'm going back in um, September. So I had like a two-term sabbatical, and that was really helpful in um, establishing this new space called Outlet for me. And Outlet, I kind of see as the um, physical manifestation of all of the things that I have had my hands in and have been interested in over the years. Now it's like all in one place. And um, I have always wanted to be able to bring some of the programming and some of the energy and I guess overall vibe that I do at Portland State to a non-Portland State audience. Um, and I, so my, this space essentially operates as my studio space. I'm, I'm, I have, I built a mezzanine where like all of kind of like where my drawing table is and where all the business and emailing and all that stuff happens. And then downstairs, I have a workshop space. I have a design library. And I have um, just, I use that space as a general um, event space that over the summer so far has hosted different public drawing events. It's hosted um, workshops, it's hosted um, pop-up shops, and it's, it's open to all. And I really like that um, position because a lot of the things that I would do at PSU um, would be only for Portland State students, or it would be located on campus during the day. Our campus is kind of difficult to get to, even though if it was open to the public, it was difficult for the public to get to. And the true mingling of, of students and non-students wouldn't necessarily happen as successfully as I would like to have seen it. And this space outlet is definitely more centrally located. It doesn't feel like it's on PSU soil or non-PSU soil. It's definitely more neutral territory. And I've been so pleased to see students from a variety of schools, um, non-students, non-designers, people that are just interested in the workshop that I have or interested in the pop-up shop that's happening or interested in the event that's happening. I definitely see more of a mixture and that has been um, that was definitely one of the goals for this space. And so um, and then also, too, I've been I'm starting to teach my own personal workshops as well. And so that's been fun to be able to have classes that have students that I know and then like a whole a whole range of people that I've, I've never even met before. And so it's been it's been really wonderful to have this space as as this new home base for me where I can I can still do the things that I normally do, but more on a uh, neutral territory, I guess. Yeah. And so what we, what are how are PSU students interacting with it? You said they're you know, they can take workshops. Are are they leading workshops too? Or are they uh, mostly, you know, audience members? No, I'm, I, I and this is one of the things that I um that I, I'm so excited about is that I've had Portland State students lead, um, they have a, a, a critical reading group that is called TB, TBD, to be determined. And so I've offered up my space for that to happen. And they were able to get a wider range of people to participate because it wasn't at PSU. 
Um, I have another student that has a collage club, which is so fun. And he's been hosting it here. And again, it was huge. It was just a, a wider range of, of people and a wider range of experiences. And so I definitely, um, if I see my students um, and they're interested in an idea or interested in making something happen, I feel like the best thing that I can do for them is be like, hey, that's a really good idea and I think you should do it. And I have these days open, so do you want to have an event? Let's do it. <laughs> and it's it's really, um, it's really, I feel like the, the best thing that I can do is to be um, in this role of a permission giver slash cheerleader that encourages you know, an idea, um, because I think it's so hard for so many people. It's so hard for me if I have an idea and I'm not sure if it's a valid one. Um, if, if someone kind of pops up behind me and goes, hey, that's actually really cool. Let's make this happen. Um, here, I can help you find tables and chairs and let's make a promo and invite people to it. Like that's sometimes all that needs to happen in order to turn an idea into a, a really um a really fun meaningful happening too yeah and then and so when student you know when students are given those opportunities or invited to you know to host an event or a workshop um you know are there things happening at, um in their other curriculum at psu that is pre preparing them to work in that way um well that can I, be challenging. I, I hope Absolutely, absolutely. And and as I um, am starting to ease back into my role at Portland State, I, um, I, I have this class that I developed that's called um, A&D Projects. So it's art and design projects. And essentially, it's this group of juniors and seniors that act as the in-house design studio that services the art and design school. But one, along with like working on projects with faculty and students within the art and design school, I make everyone in that class do a self-initiated project where the audience has to be the students of the art and design school. And so we, Oh, well, this is this is because it's, it's definitely what I'm interested in. But I encourage students to make that self-initiated project be doing a workshop, organizing a workshop, organizing an event, um, like really investigating what they see could be potentially something that's missing within the curriculum, that's missing within their experience as a design student. And instead of being like, oh, I wish this would happen, they would flip that kind of thinking and be like, oh, I'm, I, I want to make this happen. And I'm going to, I'm going to figure out how to make this happen. And we're going to get people excited and engaged with it. And it's going to happen. And so through that class, I offer, um, I offer guidance. I offer, um, hopefully fairly good mentorship and I offer them I offer them hopefully some confidence in in helping them to to make those events and ideas real because it's it's really it's really scary to do your first kind of public event but then once you do it you realize that it's actually not that scary it's actually really fun and um and then you can do it again and that's that's been some of my um, that's been some of my really like like favorite experiences teaching at PSU is is seeing students start with an idea 
being kind of freaked out about executing this idea and then seeing it happen in real life and, and seeing how their ideas have really impacted a, a group of people too. And, and it's really, I think as a design professor, those type of experiences are so important because you're seeing how your design and your ideas are impacting in real time. And yes, it's important that you learn, you know, all the good skills and fundamentals of um, design principles and all of that good stuff, but it's also really good to see how all of that impacts people, impacts an audience, how your smart ideas and design skills can be engaging with a group of people because that's what we're doing. And um, I just kind of provide a little bit of that safety net so students can explore and play and make it happen. That sounds, I mean, that's pretty amazing. I, I mean, I know, I know about Angie Projects. I didn't realize that was one of the projects. Um, yeah, that's my favorite part of the class, honestly. <laughs> yeah, and it's so, I feel like it's, um, balances the other part of the class, which is where students are, you know, really working for um, like Portland State clients in a way, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it is a more exactly. experimental side of, you know, um, delivery, making deliverables for a client, but also like, how do you build an audience? How do you um, collaborate? All of those things I imagine come up in with that project. Absolutely. And and then that feeds into, I mean, that class is all about effective communication, whether it's, you know, you're doing this very straightforward, maybe a, a, a design for a BFA catalog with a group of people, you know, like, or you're trying to figure out how to plan a, a, a big workshop event, or you're trying to plan a pop-up shop, or you're trying to plan, because through that class too is also where all of the public events that the graphic design program does, that's where that all gets planned and executed and promoted and figured out. And, um, and also like funny things, like I had one kid um, last year wanted to really sweet stuff, like wanted to, wanted to try to raise some money for the graphic design program. So he like, wanted to put together a Drake themed bingo night and it was ridiculous and it was over the top and it was so much fun and it was successful too. And so it was just, it was like started with like this idea where he was just kind of being silly. And I was like, that's actually really funny. And then we kind of just went back and forth on figuring out how something like that would work. And by the end of our 30 minute conversation, He's ready to go. And um, and I love that stuff. I love that stuff so much. Um, and also in that class too is where we have a, um, a, a mentorship program that happens um, within the graphic design program where juniors and seniors are partnered up with freshmen and sophomores. And um, that was a student idea. That wasn't that wasn't an idea that came from the faculty. That was that was an idea where I was proposing like what what is it that you can change within the program? What is it that you want to see happen differently? And several years ago, one kid was like, I wish that there was a program where juniors and seniors would be partnered up with freshmen and sophomores. And then that way, not only would you have 
uh, a person that you could ask, you know, feedback for projects, but then you'd also have a person that you could ask if you wanted, if there was a design event that was happening in Portland and you didn't have anyone to go with and you didn't want to go by yourself, you could ask that person and that person could go with you. And I'm like, that is so thoughtful and so sweet. Let's make it happen. And and I love that too. So it's like, it's, I don't know. I, that's my favorite. That's my favorite part about that, that class. Honestly, I, I, I really like, I like the, I like that aspect of it the best. I also like the aspect of where they're learning how to act as design professionals too, but also in that class is where we go on field trips and we like just really kind of plan like what it is that they want to see their experience look like and how we can set them up, um, to feel prepared and good when they eventually have to graduate too. Yeah. And how long has that course been going? It's been going since 2013. Okay. Yeah. And have you, like, what kinds of um, shifts did you see in students' um, work as they were exiting the design program at PSU um, since, like, having that course as part of the curriculum? I think, I think that class, and I also teach the senior portfolio classes too, and um, I, I feel like there's been a shift in when they're putting their portfolios together, they realize that they can talk about experiences and they can put those experiences that they've designed, they can put those in their portfolio and that is actually a really good thing to have in your portfolio when you are interviewing for different positions, interviewing for different opportunities, because that shows so many more, um, more things than just like, I designed this movie poster. Like, yes, I, I am able to work with a group of people. I'm able to delegate responsibility. I am able to use my design skills to, um, get people excited about this event, to promote this event. Um, and I'm able to document this experience quite well and put it into my portfolio so I can now tell you about it too. So there's just but it took a little while for students to see that those experiences were actually something that would be beneficial to them when they were graduating too. I think because they were having fun, they didn't necessarily equate that as this is work too. And so it, it, I'm always, whenever I'm teaching that portfolio class, I'm always like, hey, what about that workshop you did? Hey, what about that event that you led? Hey, what about, and it's also really difficult, and I'm sure you see this too, Molly, like when students are working on group projects, they sometimes feel like those group projects shouldn't, like, how do I put that in my portfolio? It was a group project, and I'm like, everything you work on after you graduate is a group project. So, you know, it's like, and so you kind of have to like shift that way of um, thinking too, and then just kind of show them how you talk about those things, show them how you showcase those things and show them um, the, 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 the wonderful benefits from those experiences too. Um, and so that's definitely, that's definitely um, a shift I've seen. I think also in combination with the really awesome um, 
program that Liz Charman leads up to, the friendship program where the college kids at Portland State work with high school kids, like that, that whole thing is fantastic too. And kids sometimes forget to talk about that in their final portfolio as well. And I'm like, what you did in that class is way more interesting than what you did in this sophomore design class, that everyone else is going to have that exact same project in their portfolio too. So I don't know, it's, 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 definitely, um, it's definitely the way that I like to be teaching. And I feel like I might have spoiled myself a little bit because I don't know if I could ever go back to teaching um, a, a more traditional graphic design class now. <laughs> It sounds like there's a bit of unlearning being built in for what yes. expected in a, like a final portfolio. Um, and it's so interesting, yeah. that, you know, it's like um, that, that also comes from the student's perspective and not just, you know, the um, from the design field or from the professor's perspective, but that they also need students need some of that unlearning as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so like my whole thing is trying to figure out I want to see the students voice, personality, ideas. I want to see them in their portfolios. And I also feel because of all of the kind of um, engagement, talking, field trips, just the way that we have involved the Portland design community within the school, like that's what that's what they want to see too. And so it is, there is this unlearning that happens because I feel like design students think that what they should be graduating with should be one way, but what it really should be is not stifling that voice and not stifling those ideas and telling those stories and having that personality because that's 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 really what we want to see, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you both so much. This has been a really fascinating conversation. And I really appreciate that you've shared it with everyone at CAA and beyond. So thank you both. Thanks. Thank you.